Hello, hello, and welcome to Living Radiant. I'm your host, Kelsey Fagan, and I hope everyone has had another great week. Mine is really just still so busy. I feel like this week flew by. I actually normally record these on the weekends, but my weekend was too busy, so I'm recording it on a Monday instead. Um, I'll always post on Wednesday, but just my recording schedule in case anyone was curious, but I have one week until I'm essentially going to be nonstop for a while. So one week until I start traveling, I'm going up to Kansas City for a few days for work, just like a little conference type of thing. And then the day after I get back, like I'll be back in Tampa for maybe 12 hours until I leave for Austin, Texas um, for a bachelorette party. So, uh, and then I'll be there for four days. So it's just, it's a lot. And then right after that, I have two weeks until I move up to Kansas City. So it's just a lot, a lot going on right now. I'm in this phase of just buying so much stuff. It feels like back to school shopping or something. Like I have been buying so many clothes for bachelorette stuff, work and and all of this stuff. So it kind of is painful to my wallet, but it's also so fun. And I'm I'm sharing some of it on um, my social media, like mostly TikTok and stuff, just like sharing the fun things that I've gotten. So if you uh, are interested, that's that's over there. I just got in an Abercrombie order that I'm excited to open up. I got um, some pants for work because Abercrombie has curve love and your girl struggles in the curve department when it comes to buying pants. My hips are usually two sizes bigger than my waist most places. So it's just a pain and Abercrombie fixes that problem. So I picked that up this morning from the front desk and I'm so excited to try them on and I got a shirt from there too. So I will for sure share my thoughts there. But yeah, just getting a lot of stuff in. I need to start buying my bedroom furniture for Kansas City because I'm selling all of my stuff here. Um, I'm not moving up anything that doesn't fit in my car, basically. Well, I'll probably like ship some stuff up there beforehand, but I'm selling all my furniture and, and all that. So I need to start getting everything situated. It's just a lot right now. There are many things, but that's okay because I'm very excited for this life transition for me. And it actually kind of sparked the idea of today's topic too, because today's topic is all about the art of letting go. And I don't think I realized this was actually kind of a controversial, like not so simple topic until I started talking with other people about it and paying attention to the trends I saw on social media and in movies, TV shows, music, really any sort of media, you'll see rhetoric around letting go. Um, And people have a lot of different opinions when it comes to letting go of things. And I, I think there are a few like main sentiments behind it. So first, I think it's easy to view letting go as quitting and like the negative kind of quitting. So maybe you quit a job because it was hard and you didn't want to persevere. And so you let go of the idea of that job and you quit Um, like you let go too easily. 
kind of thing. I, I think this can be the idea that a lot of people associate with letting go is essentially like a, like a weakness and like a bad thing. And honestly, sometimes I, I think that can be the case with letting go. And then on the other hand, I think letting go can be viewed as a very healing thing and freeing you up for other opportunities. So maybe that job actually wasn't good for you and letting go of it freed you up to take a better opportunity and something that actually worked out way better for you. So I I think this can also be the case with letting go. But I think this is why it can be a sticky subject, right? Is because both things can be true at different times. And honestly, sometimes even at the same time, like, and it's really difficult, I think, to figure out when do you let go? When do you hang on? What's the right thing to do? And I think I've done both paths kind of. So I think I've let go too early of some things where I probably should have persevered. And I think I've also hung on too long to others to where it was actually just damaging. And I'd imagine that most of you have probably done both of these as well. Like I'm sure you can think of situations where you've done both. Um, And this upcoming move for me made me realize that I think I've actually come quite a long way with figuring out when to let go and when to hang on. And I think my balance and reasoning is way better than it used to be. So starting with my upcoming move, right? So I've moved around a lot in my adult life, like almost once a year since I was 18 type of a lot. Um, The majority of it has been for work though. So it wasn't exactly an active choice by me. It was kind of like, okay, if you want to progress in your career, you're moving. Um, But when I left my job with Amazon, which is the company behind my moving so much, I decided to move back to the Tampa Bay area of Florida Um, which is my hometown and where my parents are. My sister's now here too, but she wasn't when I was originally moving back. Um, But being away from the area for so long, I developed a real appreciation for it. And I just wanted to be back. Like I had realized being away that it was actually a pretty cool area with a lot going for it. And I wanted to be back. So I moved back to the Tampa area a few years ago with the intention of staying here permanently, like developing my career here, ultimately raising a family here, like the whole shebang, right? Like I came back to Tampa and was like, this is it. Like this is, this is the final move for me. I'm not doing this whole moving almost once a year deal anymore. I'm over it. Like I like this area. I'm staying here. The thing is though, I've evolved over the past few years. I have different priorities now than I did then. And the area itself has changed a lot too. If any of my Tampa people are listening, I'm sure you can attest to this. Like just the area is very different now than it used to be. So basically me and Tampa are not aligning in the way that we did when I first moved back. I've changed, it's changed. It's just, it's not aligning the way that it did when I first moved back and was like, yeah, I'm going to be here forever. And when I started having a feeling that I didn't 
really want to live here anymore. And I want to try something else. And so I have a lot of family in Kansas City, which is where I'm moving to, um, and in particular, a cousin I'm pretty close with. And the more time I spent there, the more I felt like it actually aligned better with where I'm at in my life and what my priorities are. Um, and so I ultimately made the decision that I'm moving up to Kansas City and I'm super excited about it. And so I, I decided to let go of the Tampa forever idea. And even now I'm making this move knowing that I might not be in Kansas City forever either because I'm going to continue evolving and maybe that'll continue aligning with Kansas City and maybe it won't. Um, as, as much as I would love it to, as much as I would love for it to be my last stop, just realistically now I'm like, well, you never know. Um, cause I'm not going to hang on to an idea just because I really wanted it at one point when I'm not at that point anymore. And something I've had to come to terms with is that I don't think that makes it a mistake. So like, I don't think my moving to or from Tampa or moving to and possibly from KC at some point, I don't think that makes it a mistake just because you then decide later that it's actually not the greatest thing for you anymore. I think it makes it a good choice for my life at that particular time. An area where I think the topic of letting go is really interesting and I feel like becoming more and more prevalent among my friends as we kind of more solidly progress into adulthood. So I'm 26 now for context. So it's like, okay, most of the people I grew up with, like we're post-grad kind of coming more into ourselves as adults, you know, um, but it's, it's around ideas and beliefs. So particularly ones we were raised with and maybe held pretty strongly for most of our lives. Um, and in particular, religion has been a big one here for myself and a lot of my friends. I've talked with a lot of my friends about this topic. And I've also seen similar sentiments expressed on social media. Uh, but for me, I was taught Protestant Christian beliefs from as early as I can remember, like literally some of my first memories. Like I can't ever remember a time where I didn't have that belief presented to me. Like I was taught that as truth. The earth is round. Jesus rose from the tomb. These are just the truths of the world type of deal. Like that's just um, the belief system that I was born into, you know, as a lot of us are. And my family growing up, like we weren't a huge church family. We didn't really go to church that much um, and didn't like extensively discuss religion at any point that I can remember. We talked about it from time to time, but it's not like I was a church every Sunday, hardcore Christian type of family, but I was raised with Christian beliefs. And I chose to further them on my own as I got into high school and college. I really started to seek out my own knowledge and community and experiences with Christianity. And I think that was really good for me in high school and college. It was a great avenue for me to make friends and build an uplifting community. And I think it was really mentally grounding for me. Like it kind of gave me 
a solid belief and good moral compass to cling to. Again, not to say that if you're not a Christian or you don't have like strong religious religious beliefs that like you don't have that, but I think it did at, like help provide that for me. I think it was a good experience at that time. Uh, but my experience with Christianity after college just became more and more negative. I encountered a lot of judgmental people, like both judgmental toward me, judgmental toward other people. And I also witnessed a lot of really poor church leadership, just immature leaders, honestly, and people doing things that I thought were morally questionable. And I saw a lot of hate coming from Christians, both people I knew in person and people I saw in the media. And it seemed impossible to escape at times. Like more often than not, when I'd go to try a church out, I'd have a negative experience. And it, it kind of got to the point for me where I was like cringing every time I even saw someone post like a Bible verse, like it just generated this reaction in me of like, I now associate that with a lot of the judgment and hatred that I've seen. And so I then started questioning, like, is this really something I still believe in? And why is this not feeling like it used to for me? Like, did certain people just kind of ruin it? Or is it the belief in the religion itself that I don't align with anymore. And as I've continued to explore that, I've realized I'm not really sure. Like, I, I don't know if I believe in, in the things I once held as 100% truth. And at this point, I really don't think of myself as a Christian. I've kind of let go of that label and maybe I'll claim it again at some point. I'm not sure. I'm open to it, but I'm also open to the idea that maybe that's just not for me anymore and that's okay. And I think I'm open to learning and growing and accepting that it is okay not to have a firm religious label. It's okay for me to not really be sure. And this is not me saying that I think it's bad to be a Christian or to have any religious label at all. Like, please don't interpret this that way because I am not intending it that way. But for me right now, I think it's been really freeing to let go of that identifier and know that it's okay if maybe I don't believe it anymore. And it's okay if I decide I do, if I ultimately decide that, Hey, actually, like I do want to come back to that, which I might, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly not sure. And I've realized I don't have to be a hundred percent right now. I can let go of the idea that I have to be certain. I don't have to. And I've seen a lot of my friends do this too, as we've gotten older with religion, with political beliefs, with some ways of life or sets of morals that were just presented to us as kids. And we just kind of stuck with for the most part, you know, and I think it's really healthy to question some of those beliefs and know that whatever conclusion you come to is really okay for the most part. Like, I mean, sometimes, yeah, people have bad morals, but what I'm saying is like, it's okay if, if you end up changing your mind because it may serve you to let go of that, but it might also serve you to hang on. And, and I think, that's something that's been really valuable for me is to realize that it's okay. 
I can let go of it. I can let go of that need for certainty and know that like, that's just fine. I can let go. I can hang on and it's okay to not know. Something I think I have held on to for too long in my life has been some of my relationships. So without getting super in depth on any one particular relationship, I think I have more than once held on to them far past what would have actually been the healthiest for me because I would conjure up these ideas of like, oh, it'll change or he'll change or they'll come around, you know? And I just live in like this little Delulu land, just fully delusional um, because it hurt so bad to admit to myself that it, it wasn't going to change. He wasn't going to change. It wasn't going to get better. That was it. Um, or I was scared that it would be me giving up too soon on something that could be really great because I do think people do that. Like they give up on a relationship without giving it a real chance or even bringing up their issues with the other person. Like I've had someone do that to me. Like they just ended things before they ever even brought up that they had an issue that could have been something that was really solvable, you know? Um, so I think I, I've been kind of scared of that, of like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to let go too soon. But in reality, those relationships I was in were never going to get better. They were never going to be great. And I knew that because I had brought up the issues already. I, I was the one who would fight for it. And I knew in my gut the fight had been fought and it was time to call it. And, and I think that'll vary for different people. But for me, I, I do tend to have a little, bit, a little more of a stubborn personality. So like I, I knew in my gut, like I had tried and it, it was done. And I think at times too, it's been because the relationship was comfortable for me. I was used to it. My life was ingrained with theirs. That's always messy once your lives are intertwined, you know, um, it was the routine. So I held on and held on and just kept holding on to that comfort. But when I did let go, I saw some of the biggest growth and self-discovery that I ever had. And in again, without getting like too far into any particular relationship, like I think of my longest relationship I had, I think this was really the case was it was just so comfortable at that point that I couldn't even fathom like seeing a different life for myself until I did. And I knew, I knew that it was time because it wasn't right. And it was time to allow myself to be uncomfortable because that is oftentimes where growth comes from. And I think I've witnessed that in myself time and time again. And I think on the other hand, there have been some friendships that I've let go of too easily. So like something happened, someone triggered me and I bounced. I pieced the heck out. <laughs> and on a few of those, those those occasions, the friends actually came back into my life. And I then wished that I hadn't pieced out so fast earlier because then we had missed so much time together and so many experiences that we could have shared together that now we didn't get to because I let go of it way too easily. I mentioned earlier how I had made the decision to leave my job with Amazon uh, a few years ago before coming back to the Tampa area. And I think this is actually an example of a time that I made a good timing 
decision with figuring out when to let go of something because that was one for, for me where I had been frustrated for a little while. I had been unhappy with the company and with the job for a little while. And I had really tried to make it work. Like I had really, really tried and brought things up with my leadership team and tried to work things out personally and and all of all of that without, you know, getting too much into the weeds there because I don't think that's really all that relevant. But I think I, I had put in the effort. And then when I made the decision to leave, it felt good to me. I I knew I had given it a shot. I'd given it a solid shot, put some time and energy and effort into getting around to the place where I loved it like I used to. And it just wasn't happening. I I was getting more and more unhappy with it. And I think if I would have left sooner, I would have left with some what ifs and maybe some regrets. But I think that was an example of a good timing thing for me. Like I I tried, I knew I tried, and I knew if I stayed longer, it was going to get worse. And I think it really is a balancing act, figuring out the art of letting go, the art of deciding if you are prematurely giving up or if that thing is truly no longer serving you. And how I think I've grown here is ultimately in healing my trauma and getting my mind as right as possible. So I can now listen to my intuition and know that I can trust myself more often than not. And you may see a pattern here in the trusting myself. I've talked about it at least a little bit. I think almost every episode, this is such an important skill, being able to trust yourself building trust with yourself, creating a reliable person in yourself. Because I think people say all the time, like, oh, just listen to your gut. Like they say that so much. And it's like, bro, what if my gut is wrong? Like, what if it's the trauma in the gut? What if the anxiety and the self-doubt is inhabiting the gut? Like, how do I know if I can trust it? So I, I found that my gut has become more and more reliable with the more things that I work through and the more mentally healthy I am, which also then tells me that when I'm not doing so hot mentally, that might not be the greatest time to decide if I need to let go of something big or not. Like small things, Sure, not, you know, not a huge deal. But if it's something that is going to have a lasting impact, like maybe hold off on that decision for a bit, unless it is the thing itself that is like directly causing the mental health issues. And I think either way, like it's always a good idea to talk through it with a therapist because I think a lot of times it is essentially like our past experiences, past trauma things like anxiety or depression, like I think those things really impact if you are trusting your gut, your gut or not and the, the timing in which you're letting go of something. And so I think it's always a great idea to talk it through with a therapist if you have one, if that's accessible to you. And I think it can also help to talk things through with people who care about you, especially if they are not directly involved in that thing. So like if you're debating letting go of a friendship, maybe talk to some friends who've never even met that friend, you know, like they have no skin in the game 
type of deal. Like if you're trying to decide whether or not you should leave your religion that your parents introduced you to, maybe your parents aren't the greatest person to mm, think through that with. But maybe they would be great people to talk about like your current job with. Chances are they have a good amount of job experience and they know you well. Um, They've watched your skills develop. They know what you're good at. They have seen if you're thriving or not in your current role, at least, you know, depending on the relationship that you have with your parents. But I, I know like I'll talk to my parents about that sort of thing and So I think being able to to kind of assess who to go to for which things, and that's not to like devalue anyone in your life, but I think it is important to consider the perspectives that people are going to come from before you really put a lot of weight in in what it is that they're saying, you know? I'm also such a pro-con list kind of girly. I I think it's actually like not even just having the list done, but I think it is the act of writing out the list. Like my intuition will start to talk to me in that moment. Like I will feel some type of way while I'm writing out a pro-con list. If it's thinking of, of something that's like a concrete decision, if I'm letting go of something or not, like I think that helps so much. I actually did it for my move to KC. Like I I have a pro con list in my notes app in my phone. I kind of want to find it now, but it's a ways back. Yeah, it's going to take way too long to find. But I realized through writing it, like the act of writing it, I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's time for me to go. Figuring out how to let go has allowed me to feel so much more free and so much more empowered in my everyday life. And I'm glad it's something that I'm more on board with now and in tune with because it's so comforting to know that I am not bound in the ways that I used to be. I don't have to be the same person for forever. I don't have to have all the same beliefs and location and career and people and all of these things, I don't have to have all of those things forever because I'm leaving room for growth and evolution because those are good, positive things that I think we should always welcome into our lives. And I don't think it's like a slight to your past self either, you know, because I think at times it can almost feel like that. Like it's kind of like an F you to the version of me who made this decision to have this belief or this person or this thing or whatever in the first place. But I really don't think it's that. And I think it's important to remind myself of that. Like if anything, I think it's actually a thank you. Like thank you for giving me this thing that I probably needed at one point in my life. But I don't actually need that anymore. I might need something else now. And I'm going to go ahead and make this change. I'm going to go ahead and let this thing go. Like Do you know that Kelsey Ballerini song, Subject to Change? Okay, well, like, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I'm not positive how many of you are, like, big Kelsey Ballerini fans, but I feel like that's a more popular one, right? But anyways, so it reminds me of that. Like, the song is is entirely about, like, her as a person being subject to change. Like, some things in her life may change and, and that that's fine. And I've learned that I like being subject to change. 
I can alter what comes and goes in my life based on what is serving me and what is draining me and is not good for me anymore. And this isn't me saying to just like go around all willy nilly, casually introducing and removing things from your life. Also, does anyone say willy nilly anymore? I kind of hated that when it came out of my mouth. But anyways, that's not what I'm saying. But do know that it's okay when you thoughtfully introduce and remove those things. It is a good thing to change. Like I would hate to be the same version of me at 56 years old that I am at 26 years old. What a miserable life that would be to never grow, to never change. Everything's always the same. Like I sure hope I will have let go of some more things (laughs) by then as, as I grow over the years, you know, like I'm sure we can all think of that one elderly person that we know that just was always so stuck in their ways and we watched it impact them negatively. I I can think of people like that. I'm sure you can too. I don't want to be that. I, I want to be someone who grows and changes and knows that it's okay to grow and change. It's it's not a negative thing to let go of things. Let me know your thoughts on this topic. I'm very interested to hear them. And if you have any like philosophies or experiences that you'd like to share on this, drop me a comment or a DM on any of my socials and let me know because I think it's so interesting to learn from one another on things like this. And I really want to figure out some way that I can make this a little bit more collaborative um, and just like have some exchanging of ideas on this podcast a little bit more. So that's something I'm going to think on and I'll loop back. I'll loop back on that one. (laughs) But if you enjoyed this episode, I'd appreciate it so much if you left a rating or shared it with a friend. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at KelseyFagan96. And I'll catch you next Wednesday. Until next time, my radiant babes. (laughs) 